0: The sikhah is chelik yutesh Igeres The kfiyus Chof of Yoyim Yoludhu The way Chof of Comes out The Chof of is the yorzeit of the Rebbe's father Rabbi Tzadik Hagon, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak so the way it comes out is because of kamash In a number of years, is their vach vas ir Shabbos is baim mavarchem chedesh elu comes out in the week, which culminates with the Shabbos, which is Shabbos mavarchem elu. The chedesh was vabunda mitshuba the month, which is associated with tshuba. But Milena the erushta harufin the bale eluli in the erusha tshubas. So therefore, we are going to study the first comment. That the, uh, the Rebbe's father has on the Alter Rebbe's Igerosatshuva in Tanya. in the bring the Alter Rebbe the day. In the the Alter Rebbe quotes the <throat> opinion as Bishas the Zol The Alter Rebbe mentions that there are that in a way to completely atone for certain sins is to fast a number of fasts associated with that sin. There are different fasts which are associated with different sins as recorded in certain svarim. So the question is, what happens if somebody committed the same sin many times? Does he have to fast those number of fasts as many times as the sin, as he committed that sin? Or are there other calculations by which to decide? So the al Rebbe quotes the opinion that if somebody committed the same sin many times, he has to fast the number of sins which have been decided for that sin, as many times as he he committed that same sin. So if there is, let's say, if you have to fast 10 times for a certain sin, and he committed it 20 times, he has to fast 200 fasts. Pa'am, as Altarev says, the, many times, according to the number of times that he committed the sin. And he continues, he gives, an, uh, for instance, if somebody commits the sin of emitting uh, semen wastefully, and from now on we're going to refer to it simply as. That the number of sins sorry, the number of fasts that are given for that sin, to atone for that sin, is eighty-four fasts. Is so if he committed the same sin ten or twenty times, Al for instance, he has to fast ten or twenty times, pay Dalid Ten or twenty times, eighty-four, v'chein lo olim, and so on. Uh, it goes on as according to as many times as the person committed the sin. Is mevar the tate in zaina oras Tanya. So the Rebbe's father, on his commentary on Tanya, says, as the Alter Rebbe had the Moshele esrei esrim, zog the Moshele esrei esrim. Why does the Alter Rebbe pick the number ten or twenty? Well, the p'kam durch dem chet because the what this sin causes in the spiritual realms is in Chachme. It affects, it compromises the level of Chachme, wisdom. And he continues in the Gerizot as the Chet is pagan as the Altarebbe himself says that this sin causes a defect, at least a spiritual defect, in the brain. When, he, when the Altar Rebbe says, the brain, Maintabi means for the most part the brain associated with wisdom, with Chachma. The the dogma rebbe Therefore the Alt-Rebbe uses the example, the numbers that he uses is ten or twenty. Well Chachme is the Ois Yud because Chachma is associated with the letter Yud from Shemavayev, the name of Hashem Yudke Vafke. As is well known throughout Khasidas, that Chachme Yud represents Chachmah. When the is and the number yud the letter yud is associated both with ten and with twenty. Why yud is eser because yud is obviously ten. On um, yud and if you, and the word the letter yud when you spell it out the pronunciation of the letter yud yud vav daled the numerical value of that Batreft esrim is the numerical value of that is 20 so therefore the letter Yud which is associated with the Chochmah which is what this sin compromises is Chochmah which is associated with Yud Yud is associated with both 10 and 20 that's why the Alter uses those two numbers as his example So we have to understand about this explanation of the Rebbe's father the Indian was the Alter red dog. what is the Alter Rebbe discussing here? according to this opinion one is required fast to fast many times as the number of times that he committed that same sin this is true the, the idea that you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin is not associated specifically with this particular sin that, he, that the Alter Rebbe brings the example it's true for every sin and the Zerelavatal example is only an example. It's not meant to be in any way distinguished from all other sins. It's just a, an example that he picks. As he says himself, for instance, Hamaiti Zerelavatal. Tavos is said, And why is it so important that Alter Rebbe should allude in Velchan Art as his pagim? That does a Why does he have to mention here and give numbers which are associated with where this sin uh, comp- what this sin compromises, which is the numerical value of yud and different ways, uh, yud ten, yud twenty, and so on? The whole uh, mentioning of this sin is only an example. The shaila is noch starker and the question is even greater. The deal in them, was the Alter Rebbe chapt on the esrim, is the the Rebbe's father pointing or, or, or focusing on the fact that the Alter Rebbe uses ten or twenty is not so much nish far and The real question is not why does he pick ten and twenty and not eight and, and sixteen, for instance and then, if it was a question why did he say ten or twenty rather than eight and sixteen, then you could explain the at least uh, you could force the explanation as he has to pick a number Therefore he chooses the number which is associated with where this sin causes its harm, his its damage it's it's only an example, but since he has to pick a number, so he picks the number which is associated with this sin. Fine. But that isn't the question. The real nor the is the real question is The real question is why does Al Rebbe pick a number altogether? Why does he have to choose a number at all? Oygvanov Gizok, paid al if he would have said, you have to fast 84 times for each time that you committed the sin, without giving a number, or some similar expression, but without naming any number at all, he didn't have to say 10 or 20 times, he could have simply said, as many times as you commit the sin, but it would be perfectly understood what he, was, what he was saying. Why is a number required here altogether? Is tamuah, so therefore, is tamuah. So the question is, zu So how could now, you now explain that Alter Reb is adding an example of numbers which are completely unnecessary? He's picking a number, which he didn't have to bring all together. The reason that he mentions the number is because he wants to uh, allude to where this sin, which he also brought only as an example, and it's not the, the discussion is not limited to this sin at all. He only brought it as an example, so now he's bringing a number which is associated with the harm which is caused by this sin, alluded to by the number 10 and 20. So, in other words, the whole thing seems a, a long stretch. It's a long way to go to get to this, you know, to, to get to this allusion to what is harm, the harm that is caused by this sin. Gimel. The Doymel kanal. similar to this question, why the Altareba brings any number at all? Esere from like 10 or 20? and he shouldn't have brought a number at all, so there's another question that could be asked, which is even more fundamental. And my father, the Rebbe's father, does not point that at all. He doesn't point that out at all. That question. Why does the Alter Rebbe have to bring an example of a sin? He could just say, then if he simply said if he, a person committed a certain sin, the number of sins in, in, in accordance with the number of sins that are you know, that were quoted for that sin, sorry, the number of fasts which are quoted for that sin, and he didn't have to choose and he didn't have to give an example of a certain sin. we would also understand everything even if he didn't give examples of sins and examples of numbers and how many repetitions and so on so then why does he pick a sin the sin of we have to understand another thing after he says That if he committed that same sin 10 or 20 times, for instance. He says he has to repeat the 84 times 10 or 20. is He goes on to add another thing. He says, And so on, forever. In other words, as many times if it's 100 or 1,000 and so on that in mean, meaning to say, in other words, that even if he committed the same sin more than twenty times, dar pay down the for has to fast eighty-four fasts for each time that he committed it, even more than twenty. you he could ask the same question: My kamashman, what is he saying? What what is he saying by saying and so on forever? zol Why would we ever think? That we should say that when he says that you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin, there is a it only goes up to 20 times. Why would you think that? So, therefore, in order that you shouldn't think that the 20 is the outside number, he has to say, and it goes past 20 as well. Why would you think that 20 is the is the end, is the maximum number of times that you have to repeat, so what is he? so in other words, all of these examples all of these details of the the Rebbe adds to this discussion, why are they necessary how many times he repeated it he gives two examples how, what, which sin it is, he gives an example it goes past 20 he says, V'chein why is there all this detail that he gives Talent. in der ha'orah amurah in this note that the Rebbe's father writes from Avair and he explains also in a parenthesis, in another question. He focuses on another detail in Egeres In Zeldin Pederik Weiter, in the same chapter, a little bit further on, Zokta Alte Rebbe, the Rebbe says as follows: Kobal Nefesh Chulu Yachmir. Every a person that is serious about his commitment should be more stringent. Al Atsmay should be stringent with al Lahashaponim Pam that he should complete at least once during his lifetime He should complete one round of fasts for every sin, uh, the serious sins, um at least uh, what does he call a serious sin? The sins which bring with them the penalty of death even if it's death by the hand of heaven not necessarily death by the court but even death by the hand of heaven like for instance for is 84 fasts so he should complete that at least at least one time during his lifetime and he is able to he doesn't have to do them all in one in one shot, one day after another, you can postpone them, break them up, in a way that makes it a little easier. Like, for instance, to fast ten times during one winter season. The winter season days are shorter, and so therefore it's an easier fast. You leave ten for the next, and over eight years, or eight and a half years, you will have completed 84 fasts and this way at least once in your lifetime you fasted 84 for this sin and whatever other sins may be involved is mevarda so that my father explains ados vos ezokt that the reason that he says here like for instance 10 fasts during each winter is val who gam yud because 10 is again repeating the concept of yud and also in this matter he uh, so, see, that's how he explains it. So the Rebbe asks, Is There is a bigger question that could be asked here? Just like he asked before a bigger question. And this, my father doesn't um, point out this question. What's the question? Why does the Alt Rebbe bring yet again an example of a sin? He uses the same example of Zerul But why does he have to bring again uh, the example of a sin? We understand already what the general idea is. For every sin, there is a certain amount of fasts which are associated with it. And he says one should complete over his lifetime the number of fasts which are associated with any given sin that he has committed at least once in his lifetime. So why does he have to give again the example of of a particular sin? We have to understand another thing. misper nor esrim Since the the letter yud is associated not only with ten but also with twenty, as the Rebbe's father explained earlier. So then the question is, why does the Alter Rebbe, at least from the the, the, the Rebbe's father, is explaining it? And from the Kabbalistic perspective why he uses 10 and 20 as he explained there was a the Kabbalistic explanation so from that same perspective what's the reason why when he says that he should fast during, a certain, uh, during every winter he only teaches about 10 and not 20 he doesn't allude to 20 where earlier he used the example of 10 or 20 because as the, the Rebbe's father explained Yud is associated with both 10 and with 20 so then why here does he only use the number 10 and he doesn't uh, use the number 20 which is also associated with Yud and which is the reason that he brings 10 and 20 over there because that's where the harm is caused in Chachma and Mayach Sheba and so on so why does he leave out 20 here? hey it's already been discussed many times in regards to my father's comments the Rebbe's father wrote commentary on Zoyer and on Tanya so he, what he said about that for a number of reasons which also part of the reason is because there was a very great shortage of paper and ink in the place where he was, he was uh, sent into exile by the Rush by the Soviet government. And over there, he couldn't get his hands on paper. It was very difficult to get ha- paper and ink. And as is well known, the Rebbe's mother he picked uh, herbs and, and flowers to make ink out of plants so her, her husband could write his commentary So therefore, because there was a great shortage of that, he wrote his commentaries in a very, very brief manner. But when you study them with a proper focus and concentration, you see that in these few words that he uses, he also alludes to a number of different questions that could be asked. In the uh, those uh, those com- those areas of upon which he is commenting. there are other questions which he alludes to without spelling them out in through his words, and they become answered if you understand what he's trying to say. sometimes it even answers questions in other areas in addition to the questions that he spells out, he also answers, by the way, other questions which he doesn't spell out. Even though in most of his comments, the Rebbe's father focuses on the wording that is used. Why these words? Why that word? You see, however, in many of his comments... If you again, if you think about it and so on, you pay attention. So you see, that by focusing and answering why this word was used, why that word was used, why did he say it this way or that way, it's not just giving details about the word he used, that also answers the fundamental question of what is happening in this, whatever he is talking about. It doesn't just answer about the wording, it also answers fundamental questions about the subject itself. And the same is true in this case here. Even though on the surface... The question is, why did he use the number 10 and 20? Why did the Rebbe use the number 10 and 20? As well as, why did he choose like 10 fasts per winter? But this comment of the Rebbe's father answers also a number of other questions. Including the questions that the Rebbe posed about the general idea of why the Alter Rebbe uses I, um, uh, examples altogether. And even more, by this comment that the Rebbe's father makes, it explains the general idea, the thrust of what is going on here. What is the Alter Rebbe trying to say here? It explains why, according to one opinion, According to one opinion, as we said before, you have to repeat the fasts, like 84 fasts for that sin, again and again for each time that you committed a sin. And it also explains why a person that is serious about his Yiddishkeit should be stringent with herself why at least at the minimum he should fast one time throughout his lifetime common, as will be explained now how these few words of the Rebbe's father explain the whole picture of what is going on and perhaps the answer to all of this is as follows in the B'kam Vosretzich Vosver the harm, the, uh, the defect or the deficiency which is caused through a certain sin. So therefore, the deficiency which it causes, which also means that the tshuva, the, if you want to fix that deficiency that you cause by committing that sin, there are three ways, there are three aspects to the deficiency which is caused number one since whatever sin you commit any sin shares a certain common denominator you have violated the will of the king of kings of Hashem every sin has that common denominator you violated the will of Hashem fantastic the code of laws in the sadachav in alabedas which is the common denominator of all sins is men dorch yeder aveira kailil ayikth bitl mitzot se puidik fun sig ul mal geshamaim so therefore whatever sin you commit including if you don't uh, you, you don't fulfill a positive command that you are meant to fulfill you were supposed to do something. You did, and you didn't. So when you do that. You, you have thrown off. Your yoke of heaven. Of, of what Hashem wants you. Hashem has a mission for you. You have thrown off that mission. You have decided not to do it. To violate the mission. Which Hashem has given you. And by that you become. A wicked person. Because you threw off. Hashem's responsibility which he has given you. On the of them is so the how do you fix, how do you rectify that? Shiyazava the approach to that is, from now on you have to make a resolution that I will no longer do something like that, the and make a firm decision, shalloya seyu ay, that he will not repeat this sin or any sin again. as Al Tarabba puts it, they, that he will make a firm decision, that he will not return to this foolishness, to rebel against Hashem, he will not violate the commands of the King of Hashem again. Through this resolution that he takes upon himself for the future, was thus is the from Chuva, which is the essence of Chuva. The essence of chuva is to make a firm resolution never to do it again. That's the most important aspect of Tshuva Verter gleich Russia. At the moment the moment you make that resolution, you're no longer a Russia. You have decided that you will no longer do it, so therefore you no, you've taken off the uh, label of being a wicked person Already, just by doing that. And that can happen in a moment. It takes only one moment to make that resolution if you want to. And so in that one moment, you can become, you have been a Russia. Now you're no longer Russia. You're never going to do commit a sin again? Be as the Gemara gives the ruling, as Chuva that when a person can have one thought of Chuva. And what is that thought that he has? I'll never do, commit a sin again. Someone who was an absolutely evil person can become an absolutely perfect person. Because he has decided never to commit a sin again. By that, he takes off the label that he is a wicked person. As the Gemara says, that if somebody. Um, Gave marriage, uh, gave a proposal of marriage to a woman, kedushin to a woman, on the condition that he's a tzaddik gomer, and it turns out that he's a completely wicked person. We're not, sh- we we can't say that they're not married. They may be married because it's possible that he did Shuba on that moment, and therefore the kedushin was a valid kedushin. So the question is, how do you com- how do you become a perfectly uh, a perfect tzaddik when you were a perfect rasha? The reason is because one thought. I'll never commit a sin again. Makes you into a perfect person. The second point that a sin, ha- the, the effect that a sin has, since the perfection and the completeness of the of the the limbs of the soul, the, the soul has a corresponding amount of limbs just like the body the body has uh, 613 parts to it as is written so the soul also has corresponding 613 limbs and the limbs and sinews and veins or whatever is totally in the mitzvahs those 613 limbs of the soul depend on the the mitzvahs there are 613 mitzvahs which are also the same number, because one of each one corresponds to a different part of the soul. So when a person does not commit a, 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 a mitzvah that they're meant to, or by violating a a sin, something that you're not permitted to do, so that particular limb or part of the of the soul is affected and becomes compromised uh, the part of the soul which is connected to that mitzvah is compromised that sin which he committed the sin which he committed either by not doing a mitzvah that he's meant to or by violating something that he's not supposed to do compromises the part of the soul which is associated with that particular mitzvah so now in order to correct, rectify that specific comp- uh, part of the soul that you compromised you have to do something which will fix this particular problem, so for that our sages tell us there are ways which to, in which to fix different types of different types of violations that a person commits. Which includes also the number of fasts that have to be done in order to fix a certain sin, in order to fix that part of the soul which is compromised through that sin. The third point is The third point is since when you compromise a certain limb, let's say in the in the physical body, if you come if one limb, if one part of the body is compromised, it's not just that limb that is compromised. Every the whole body also gets is compromised somewhat because of the the weakness of that particular limb. So also, when a person commits a sin, and it causes a deficiency in a Particular part of the soul. So every sin also has an effect on all the entire picture of every part of the body or of the soul. And this can be understood from the fact that if we say that every time a person commits a sin, it affects the entire world around him. Every sin that a person commits has a negative effect on the world around you, not just on you. So how much more so that it has an effect on your whole soul, even though you compromised a particular part of the soul, but of course it has an effect on the entire soul. The far, and for this reason, is and That's why part of the way of getting into the mode of tshuva is not only to distance yourself from the particular sin that you are became accustomed to doing nor that a person has to m- make an effort that you change every part of your behavior for better so why do you have to change every part of your uh, behavior for better if you only have a problem in one area The reason is because by having a problem in one area which affects that part of the soul, that has an effect on the entire soul, every part of the soul. So you have to do things in order to strengthen every part of the soul as well. To summarize, the three points. One is, whenever you commit a sin, you rebelled against Hashem. The way to fix that is uh, um, decide never to rebel against Hashem again, and that takes care of it. The second point is, It causes a defect in a certain part of your soul and in order to fix that you have to do what it takes to fix that part of the soul part of which is to fast a certain number of fasts associated with that particular sin then there is it's not only this part of the soul that was compromised since it also has a um, and every particular uh, compromise to the soul also has an effect on the rest of the soul Therefore, you have to do things to fix the general picture of who you are as a person so that the rest of the soul is also, um, the rest of the soul which is compromised via that one particular part of the soul also is strengthened. Zion. Tayre is the Chlolos of Protestant the Torah speaks sometimes in general generalities, sometimes in specifics, that every generality can be boiled down to or broken down to more specifics sometimes the Torah covers the generalities, sometimes it talks about the specifics as well Is in so everything that we just mentioned, the three different categories within a sin that was mentioned in the, the previous paragraph so the in every one of those examples can also be broken down to in other words the examples that we gave were three general examples the three aspects of the sin but each one of those three examples can be broken down further into more specifics that each one of those three can be broken down into the same three differences in our matter to be specific about it we're going to talk about the number of fasts that one has to fast in order to fix the details the detail of that particular Aveira. so the fasts which are connected to a certain sin which as we said before is in order to fix the particulars of that sin and where it caused a compromise in the soul Which is the second detail that we mentioned before? In this detail itself, you can be broken down into the three categories that are that we are discussing. Abir to explain that. Since all limbs in the body and also of the soul are integrated from each other, they all work together. Therefore, it would. What uh, what the upshot of that is, as in that each limb, each part of the neshama, has three aspects to it. Just like we said, every Aveira has three aspects. So also, each limb of the of the soul has three aspects. Number one, is What that limb, that part of the soul represents, what it is. What it, how did how you define it the number the second point is the how this particular limb of the soul how does it include within itself elements of all the other parts of the soul and the third part is and then there is how is this part of the soul how where it's found in all the other parts parts of the soul, since everything is integrated, so all the parts of the soul are also found somehow in this particular limb, and also all the other parts of the soul contain within them elements from this limb, so those are the three aspects, what is the limb itself, how all the other parts of the soul are found in this limb, and how this limb is found in all the other parts of the soul. The From this is understood as the from eva prati that whenever a specific limb of the soul is compromised, der that happens as a result of a certain specific uh, sin, is It compromises not only that limb itself, but it compromises every part of the soul that is found in that limb, as well as. Every other limb, the part of that limb which is found throughout every limb in the soul. So therefore we can explain that in order to deal with the compromise that happened to the to the limb itself, gemacht in The compromise to that limb happens the very first time that you commit a sin, you commit a sin once, that particular limb is compromised, is affected. As kum in dem, there is nothing added, there's no more, nothing more happens, an in ikri al at least not a fundamental change, Durch tondem If you do the same sin again and again, it's not as if you're doing something fundamental, changing the, the uh, the makeup of that limb of the soul in some uh, great way because you did it again whatever happens happens on the very first time that you commit that sin the pagam in the pratum for the but the the compromise to the details of that limb the as we said before that every part of the soul is included into that one or elements of every part of the soul is included in every particular limb that when you commit a sin again and again, particularly when you do it three times, so then all the elements of all the rest of the soul which are found in that particular limb are affected by it when you do it three times. At three times, that's when you completely compromise every part of the soul which is found in this particular limb the Alter Rebbe brings from as the Alter Rebbe uh, quotes from the Zayar, saw that on the third time that a person repeats a sin is Pashatahu Kisma that stain spreads from one end to the other the entire it becomes entirely stained by this sin only after three times what he means by that, perhaps, is that all the elements of the soul which are found within that one, the integration that happens in that uh, limb with all the other parts of the soul get are compromised on the third time that a person repeats a certain sin. The sin which is associated with that limb of the soul. As bandrit mol nem dur that by the third time the stain of the sin completely permeates them. the limb that is connected to that soul it is completely from end to end, it's completely compromised, it's not completely compromised it completely permeates that limb the p'kam was v'ert in the andere Now now remember that the third element was that this limb is also represented in all the other limbs of the soul so that by committing a sin to, uh, that what compromises this limb it also affects every part of the body which is associated with that limb because they're all associated so that compromise that happens to all the other limbs as a result of committing a sin which part, which, of, so, which affects the one, this particular limb um so that already happens the first time that a person commits a sin. There's a little bit of it already affects every part of the body. But every other part of the body, of the soul, sorry, every other part of the soul will never be completely permeated by this sin. Because in the end, you're not committing sins which affect those parts of the limb. You've never committed those sins. You only committed sins which are, uh, affect one limb, and since elements of that limb are found in every part of the soul, so therefore it affects a little bit those limbs as well, but never totally permeates those other limbs. the from the is because the sins which are associated with those other limbs of the soul, he hasn't committed those sins therefore it's reasonable to say, as a that every time you commit the same sin again and again, and it affects more and more the uh, the other limbs of the soul every time you commit this particular sin. And it it's not like in the case of the um the other parts of the soul which are found within that limb, that at three, that's the maximum. That's, you know, it completely permeates it. Over there, it never completely permeates it. Therefore, every time you commit the sin, it affects it more and more. And that never ends. It'll just keep affecting it more and more every time you commit the sin. So there are three categories. The, the limb itself associated with that sin is affected once and for all by the first time you commit the sin. The other parts of, this, of the soul which are found within that limb are affected all, f- finally, fully, at the third time that you commit the sin. And then, every time you commit the sin, you affect how that limb is found in the other limbs uh, more and more and more, and that just keeps going on, the more you do it. Thus is the and that is also the explanation from the dry days of the three opinions was which of course every opinion in Torah is a part of Torah and therefore true. So that explains why viful the How many times you you meant to fast the round of fasts in regards to a certain sin? If a person did that sin many times. So, how many times do you have to fast? Fast and fayed and do You have to fast for each time that you committed the sin. The Ash the day, which is the first opinion, that every time you commit that sin, you have to fast the, the round again and again, even forever, ten, twenty, however many times. Yes, is genug the at same as Or another opinion is that it's enough to fast one time during your lifetime for every sin that you committed, not the re- for every kind of sin, but if you did it many times, one time over your lifetime, you fast that many sins, and that's enough, which is the second opinion. According to the third opinion, they say that you should fast 84, let's say the example that Baal gives, gives: 84 times 3 over your lifetime, and then and that's enough which is actually the established compromise which is accepted that this is what one should do you should fast over your lifetime three times for each sin that you commit three sets of 84 let's say in the case of Zarela Vatola, four over your lifetime for even though you committed it more than three times so that explains why there is three opinions. Sulib up in the in order to correct the limb itself that you affected is Masvig the enough to fast one time one time eighty four. because in you committing the same sin again and again is not going to affect that limb of the soul any more at least not fundamentally more than the first time that you committed it so if you fast one time you've taken care of that limb and that's it uh, in order to fix the integration of all the other limbs of the soul how they are found in this particular limb you have to fast three times because as we said, when you, f- you commit the same sin three times, then you it completely permeates that limb, which means it affects every limb, a- the representation of every limb in, of the soul in that limb are now completely compromised. In order to undo that, you have to fast three times, 84, in order to take away the effect of how this limb contains all the other limbs within it. Yesh and perhaps we could say, is on This is also the reason why the Alter Rebbe, even though he accepts what we said before was the compromise which is accepted, which means is that one should fast three rounds of the number of fasts that are associated with that particular sin. The chedze Von even though he accepts that it should be three times, he paskins. As as in the that in the first time that you fast, the round of fast that you need to do. mo. So, one has to be more stringent about that first round of fasts more than the other two that you're going to do after that. the how is it how do you have to be more stringent in the first round than in the other two rounds? In regards to the second and third round of fast, it is, One can do an easier fast, which means you'll fast two half days to make up one day. It's always easier to fast a half a day, even though you're going to have to do two half days, but that's always easier. Nobody eats before lunch anyway, as they would say here. So he says that it's okay to fast two half days which, which uh, together make up one day and do that 84 times or at least two times 84 times Now, but when he talks about the first round of 84 you have to do a full day fast, you can't get away with two half days so in that way he says you can, you can be more lenient with the second and the third time in because the, in order to fix the compromise that happened to the actual limb associated with this sin, which is fixed by one round of fasts, is Is a much bigger problem from from the from the Is a much bigger problem than fixing the elements of the other uh, parts of the soul which are found within that limb. And therefore, in order to fix it, you have to make a, and make a much bigger effort in order to fix that first problem. And then an easier way, an easier time of fixing the lesser problem, which is how the other elements of the soul, which are uh, included in that limb, also have to be fixed, but it's easier to do through two half days. doch fast noch and that, that has to be fixed by fasting another two rounds, but those two rounds can be done in an easier way because since you're only fulfilling another opinion by doing that, the, everybody agrees that you have to fast one time. The second and third time are just another opinion, a second opinion, and therefore one can be more lenient with that. Tests. The Eshleimer, and then therefore one could say, from the timing, that this is one of the reasons was bringing the Esh That the Alter Rebbe quotes the first opinion, which is that you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin. The first and the most stringent opinion is the Alter Rebbe If you're going to Meitzvah the Alter Rebbe brings the example of Meitzvah Zerul Why is that? When he gets to shichvazera, because in regards to shichvazera, which means semen, zok the Rambam. The Rambam says, the more one emits zera, the the body becomes diminished, and your strength is diminished, and you lose your life force. The from this. We understand as in dem is mer Begolui, that in this sin, it brings out, it's in a more obvious way, a few things. Number one, in how the, a certain sin has an effect on all the limbs of the body because the, the, the Rammam says that by committing this sin, it causes life in general to be, to ebb. It causes your life to ebb, your strength to ebb, your, and so on. And the second thing is that every time you do it again and again it makes, it makes the situation worse. It compromises it even more. So here is an example of a sin which causes the thing which, the, which is what's fundamental which underlies the idea of why one should fast one round of fasts or two round of fasts or three round of fasts or as many as it takes to fix the problem. As he will now explain in the Ribbis, and that's why the Alta Rebbe asked, bring in the Dugma, because by bringing this example of a sin, that Muzbar by Allah, this explains in this sin we see it in a very obvious way. But the same is true also for every sin, how it affects the spiritual standing of a particular part of the soul, and then also the rest of the soul as they're included in that part of the the soul, and how this part of the soul is included in every part of the rest of the soul. So it's true for all the sins, but it's obvious by the sin of Zerolavatala, as the Rambam spells it out. Uh, the time from the day, as when I fast, now Pam. This brings out and makes it clear why there is an opinion that says you have to fast for every single time that you commit a sin. Yud. Before the Ramam says what we said before, that the more you do it, the more your life ebbs, is a mak that may first explain. Semen is the strength of the body and was, was, haste, was haste in other words that the fact that has its effect on the body is why is the body diminished the more one uh, commits that sin is because it is a life source for the body so if you cause it to be wasted so then you're wasting your life force Therefore, one could say that the fact that vazara is the strength of the body is Is not what vazara is in itself. That's not what what the point of vazara is. It's not. Its purpose is not in, to bring strength to the or or of life force to the goof. That's not what it's there for. It has another mission in life. The fact that it that has the strength contains the strength of the whole body in it is not what shichvazera is about. This is something which is an, an additional to what itself, what itself is meant to be. is a The the essence of shichvazera is that in it in one point, in the f- one tiny fragment, the smallest fragment of Sheik Vazera, you have the, in, it, it's beyond description, because within it is found everything in the whole body. As is well known, today the, these ideas are well understood, DNA contains within it, which is a, a, a sub-microscopic uh, uh, point, contains within it the entire structure of the body. But the point that he's making is that fazera is its importance, its impact is found in the smallest, tiniest fragment. even more. the for the is This nakuda, this fragment of fazera is connected to the to the soul. It is the it it's sourced within the soul itself. And because the, what, the essence of Sheik Fazera is found in this tiny fragment, which is connected to the essence of the soul, that's why it contains within it the entire power of the body. That's a sub-product, that's a sub-byproduct um, of the fact that it is the essence of life, Therefore, it contains life, and the one, more one wastes it, the more one diminishes life. Yudalif. Therefore, we understand in regards to the sin that is committed by wasting it, as the chaymer the chet, the seriousness of this sin is beneged so affects all the three points that we mentioned before. Mitzade ruvas the tibas hazera. Is kaidl them kaiachah go from poiltev and ganzu the fact that one fragment of zera contains within it the full power of the body and therefore has an effect on the whole body. Is the Pagamin under avarin? This is an kaidl in the aver. This is an meben kaimam. Was was vet dur dem chet chamre yosevi under chatoim. Therefore, the effect, even though. the the particular sin only affects one aspect of the soul as we said before sins commit a specific uh, they they diminish one aspect one part of the soul that's associated with them but by Zerola it's so since its power is so dominant over the entire body over every part of life therefore the compromise that it causes to the other parts of the soul both as they are found within that particular part of the soul, and also how that part of the soul is found in those other parts of the soul, is more, happens more, is more effective than by, by all other sins. And other sins, or even though they're all integrated, and all, all the, and all the parts of the soul which are integrated with a particular part of the soul, the, the integration is not as thorough and as important and as powerful as when we're talking about this particular sin where this contains life itself. So therefore the way it affects all the rest of the parts of the soul both as they're found within that part of the soul and also how that part of the soul is found within those parts of the body is much more thorough, is much more compromising that's why that sin is such a, is considered to be such a, uh, such, a comp- it's such a sin which compromises life itself and also mitsad tipe and because the of the the nature of this of this particular sin and what it is sheikh is so powerful that it it contains within the slightest amount and the in the tiniest fragment all of life is oich de pkamendem So the, the effect that it has on that part of the soul itself that's associated with that sin, which is compromised through the, committing the sin, also has a bigger effect on its own part of the soul, more than other sins have an effect on their part of the soul. Eye says, is in nor because the effect the compromise that it causes is not just to a detail of the soul but it it compromises a part of the soul which is so essential that it affects the soul itself the essence of the soul itself so so it the, the damage that is done through this sin is both in all the parts of the soul that are integrated with that part of the, of the soul and also to that part of the soul itself as well and that's why the Al Rebbe uses this example for the sin that he that he uses as an example because it explains perfectly the three levels which are compromised and then fixed through committing a sin and then fasting either one round or three rounds or as many rounds as it takes. Yud Bez. How Pize, Vet Mfashteyn, Bez Tens will understand, Was the Dugma for Natser, Zerel Vatolubreng the al Treb In the paid dry Mo, Why the Al-Tarebbe brings this example three times in this chapter? By the day uh, Shetzorach Lisanis, he, brooks, he brings it both in regards to the opinion that says, That you have to fast kafiyam Isvara Shachata, As many times as you committed the sin. The sin... Is a meisiv over there? He adds, He adds the example of zerovatolav. Also, by the akhros Kobelis, where he talks about what is the accepted compromise that you do it three times. Lisanes gimul is a meisiv over there. He adds, "A based simus," which means two hundred and fifty-two fasts, which is three times eighty-four. And then the third time, by bal nefesh, that a person that is serious, Yachmer alatzmei should be stringent that he should complete at least one round of fast for every sin not every time he commits it but every sin is immersive and there he adds also again that for he should fast three times 84 uh, sorry one time 84 one time 84 so why does he repeat it three times? The time of them was torah is because the reason why you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin is comes because was because when you commit a sin with a certain part of the soul, it also has an effect on all those other parts of the soul as they are in their own place. So and over there, um, as we said. Each time you commit the sin, it gets worse and worse, and therefore to undo it, you have to fast three times 84 in order to fix all those places where the sin had its effect. The Tam. the reason why you have to fast three times, according to that opinion. Three times 84 is kam in the, is because of the damage that it causes to all the parts of the soul as they are found integrated into this one part of the soul. Was the part of the soul which is connected to this sin? On the time of, and the re, then the reason why to has to complete at least one time eighty four which are full day fasts not two half days as we said before is And that is because of the the seriousness of the compromise that is brought to this particular part of the soul, especially in the area of Zalvatola. As we said, it affects the very essence of life and the way the soul represents the essence of the soul. So you have to do it at least one time. And the, these three things are explained because the Alter Rebbe brings in the dryal in these three different places. the Dug brings that um, example of that sin, because as we said before, in this particular sin, it brings out in a very obvious way how it affects so many different parts of the soul this particular, although it's true for all A but here it's very clear. You'd give him a now, based on all this. But Ne'och v'Shtayim will also understand was in the midgma. was the Alter Rebbe brings by the day Shetzaruch Lisan is kafia and misver shachata. That in when he brings the opinion that you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin, zokten nishtam zokten nishtam Shetzaruch Lisan is pei dal dal kol pam. He doesn't simply say you have to fast eighty-four times for each time with other Alloshun Gezbe or something like that but he goes into the number that was the original question why does he say it 10 or 20 times and then he even concludes and so on as many times as it takes why does he have to give a number of repetitions and not just one number but two numbers for repetitions and then and the answer is When by fasting the many times as many times as you sinned is memasak in alle drainenen von dem begann you fix as we said before all three aspects of what the compromise that happens durch erfassen müssen wir zeigen uns when you fast 84 times the first time is kam in kommen dem etsimos from maybe you fix that particular part of the soul which is associated with that avara durch fast noch zwei mal when you fast another two times 84 is memasak in euch dem kam wie der you also fix the the uh, the damage that was done to the other aspects of the soul, which are contained within that soul, that aspect of the soul. And through the additional fasts, after the first three times of eighty-four have been finished, is you also fix the uh, damage that was done to the the aspect of this particular limb as they're found and as they integrate in all the other limbs of the soul. That's why the Alta Rebbe uh, gives three examples of how many repetitions have to be done Eser, Esrim, 10, 20, and then and so on and more. While the drayefan and brechen bring in a rose, the drayefan and manal ked because these three examples, ten, twenty, and lo bring out these three ideas, as will now be explained. Yudalit says mavurich siddes. It's explained siddes by the inimilia osius in regards to the every letter, as we said before, about yud. Yud is a is one letter, but in order to spell it out, in order to verbalize it you say Yud, which is Yud Vav Dalet, and the same is true for Aleph, Aleph, Lamed, Fe, and so on. So in regards to those additional letters that are found in every letter, like an Aleph has also the Lamed and the Fe, that the reason an Aleph also needs a Lamed and a Fe, in addition to its own existence as an Aleph, is only in order to verbalize it, to uh, say it to somebody else. And as usually the example that is given is from the letter Yud. As be that when you think a Yud, also when you write a Yud, you can just write the Yud itself. You can think just the, sh- the letter Yud. You don't need the Vavdala there. When you want to verbalize that letter, which means to communicate it to somebody else, verbalization, speaking is in order to communicate with others. Then you have to add the additional letters, the Vav and the Dalet as well, in order to verbalize it, so that you can communicate it to someone else. But still, is but even if you don't verbalize it the, the Yud the dalat is there in the Yud because that's what the name of the letter is but even though it is found in the letter because that's the name of the letter is because the Vav and the Dalit are only there in order to be able to communicate it to somebody else, is an Atmus. Therefore, the Yud and the dalid, as they're found in a Yud, they're found in the Yud. But they're not really considered as the part of the essence of a Yud. You only need it in order to communicate it to somebody else, so even though it's there, but it's not really part of the essence. The letter yud is part, is the essence of the yud. The vav and the dal are only there in order to communicate it to someone else. Now is So based on this, we can understand as the drei fanim that these three ways that Alter Rebbe explains, eser, esrim, and ten, twenty, or, and so on, more. So in connected with these three ideas: Esr, the misvah and yud Gufa. 10 represents the letter yud itself as is kidmus which is as we said before by zelva zera that it's the essence of it that contains the the whole that's what it is that contains what it is is in the Kufa? fixes the is describing how you fix the damage that was done to chakhma as it is in the brain as he said that it's uh, that it affects chokhmah. Esrim twenty the misvah from ayshud the meluid which represents the letter yud with its yud and vav also the misvah yeah mitten pegam on tikum for the evaryaguv his zani kolulim kolulim that ex- that fixes the elements of the other parts of the the other limbs of the body as they're found within the brain and then when he says that which goes beyond 20 that how it permeates how it also spreads to the rest of the body to all the other limbs all the other limbs of the body or the soul so it affixes how this particular limb is found in all those other areas as well. So, again, by the numbers that he says, how to, that each time you fast, it fixes more and more. He's describing three elements of the sin that you have to fix the part of the, the nishama that it affected, the part, the rest of the nishama as it's found within this part of the nishama, and then. Eventually, the rest, uh, all the other parts of the neshama, as they are affected by this particular limb. Now, P says, based on this, we can also understand. But the Echad, that when he says that you should fast during one winter, bring the He only says the number ten. On Nisht he doesn't go to twenty. The Yisane as he says, Bacheref Echad, he should fast during one winter. He's an Eifin and fast and pay Dalut Seimas achas because in a sense he's describing how to f- he's describing fasting 84 time, 84 times once over your lifetime is in the nor the and therefore for that it only it's only important to, f- to name the 10 which the which fixes the essence of this limb itself because he's not going to describe anymore about fasting mo- the second and the third time, or even more, the, the, what he's describing and fasting ten times in a winter, is only describing fasting one set of 84 over your lifetime. That's why only the number 10 pertains to that.